it's all the same. You know, like the reason why Jay Z is killing the game in business is like selling tickets, selling drugs, concerts, promotions. Like yeah. a lot of my business comes from like college, you know, doing step shows and parties. You know what I'm saying? It's the same yeah. mechanism. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to yeah. create yeah. a product, market and distribute it. Correct. And so, and so you Correct. had you were early on in high school doing that. So so give a little bit of background about about that and and what you learned from that and how you apply it to business today, if if at all. You know, I just graduated. And matter of fact, I threw a birthday party at my partner's house that I was like, yeah, I was, you it's know. Legendary. It was it. I saw, you, I saw you reaching for the words. Bro. Oh, man. I had no idea. Again, um, put out a little, little bit of a flyer. Put it like this. My birthday is in November. It was cold and the windows were fogged. Like, like it was like the condens. Like it was that many people up in there. It was a problem. It was legendary. I was like, oh man, I wasn't even really. I mean, I was trying, but I was like, we. I threw that on the wall and it stuck. Quick, quick aside. I had a similar experience with uh, the party life, but it was in college. So I wanted to delineate. He was talking about high school. I'm talking about college with adults, young adults, but adults. And um, our most legendary party was a uh, Thong Thursday. Thong Thursday. Thong Thursday. <laughs> you, you can avoid the entry fee. <laughs> you can avoid the entry fee if, if, uh, if you can prove different life. That was before. That was BK before Kisha. Before, before you learned to channel the creative energy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Alright family, welcome back to the Wealth Blueprint series where we have conversation at the intersection of family and finance. I'm one of your hosts, D. Johns. Philip Washington Jr. Today we have another amazing guest because that's what this show is built on. Amazing guests and amazing conversations. Robbie Thompson, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank y'all for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for being on, man. We know this is going to be value added and uh, we want to be mindful of your time, so we'll get right to it. Uh, for those that don't know you, which some of our audience has been under a rock for some time, they might not know who you are. <laughs> how do you present just yourself to others uh, so they can understand exactly or get a, a sense of who you are? A um, little bit. Um, Robbie Thompson, engineer, um, went to school for it, licensed and um, kind of upper executive management at uh, in the architectural engineering construction fields at a small business. Awesome, awesome. So let's uh let's get into your your origin story. Where you're from, family dynamics, who was in the house, how did you see life at a young age? All right. Um originally from San Antonio, uh born and raised. Um and mom and dad were there in the house. And um yeah, dad was relationship their relationship probably could have been maybe a little bit better. But they ended up uh, getting divorced. That's kind of typical, mm -hmm. you know. But dad was there. He showed me, you know, sports. Uh, kind of did teach me, you know, lessons of being a man. Um, however, he wasn't necessarily there all the time. It's kind of like after I got to a level of, well, kind of middle school sports. And he's no longer, you know, the coach. You know, that was... That was pretty much that, but mom, mom was always there, um, and mom's she's phenomenal. Uh, Carol Thompson, 
uh, over 40 years of teaching, uh, multiple years of receiving Teacher of the Year awards. I mean, to the point where she was turning them, trying to turn it down because wow. she's like, I still got to work with these people. <laughs> you keep, come on now, slow it down. What, what does she teach? She taught um, elementary and she was kind of um, first, second grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think just first and, and second, but it's kind of when I was in first, she was in first. I went to second. She went to second. Oh, mommy, coming me to third. What's up? <laughs> but no, she just stayed there. And what was really interesting on that uh, aspect of it was second grade teachers, they are probably one of your better teachers. Because first, you know, pre-K, you're just there. That's just mm -hmm. fine. First grade is kind of like where the rubber starts to meet the road. And then you kind of get second grade is like, you have some of those students that probably shouldn't make it to second, but you're not going to film as first grade. Right, right, right. You don't even have grades in first grade now. Correct. Yeah. So then you you send them to your best teachers, miracle worker. She, I mean, she had she had students that could not read, and got them at the end of the year. Man, they were reading, you know, and just built long life relationships. Um, uh, with them. So she, Carol Tom's phenomenal woman. I can go on for days with the novel. That's a, I kind of want to stay there for uh, for a second because that's All an right. interesting perspective. I have five children. My youngest is in third. I have third, fifth, junior, senior, and one that's in college. But you're right. Second grade is kind of a, a pivotal yep, point is. in life at, at that age. Um, how did that translate into the house? Like what principles do you recall of mm. the teacher aspect at home to kind of shape who you are? Shoot. Yeah, I, mom was all work, all work. Again, as a teacher, you're there teaching all day and, you know, going through the lesson plan, executing that, and then you go home to still continue to work, grading the grades, creating the lesson plans, all that stuff. So I would come home every day, and what I did see every day was – her hard work just she'd come in there was no tv she'd come in knock out her work on that table um so that rolled on to me when i was going to my education, i'd come home have homework i would sit down at the table knock it out and then i could turn on tv and watch tv just for her to get home it's good and bad it was good for that reason bad is you know would love to probably have maybe you know, better work-life balance. Got it. But, you know, she was, again, she, again, phenomenal teacher, phenomenal woman. Matter of fact, teaching runs in the blood. Her mom was a teacher, was one of the first black teachers at an integrated um, uh, white school in North Carolina. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so strong lineage of, of teaching. My first cousin, uh, she's a teacher. Uh, as well. Matter of fact, I wanted to be a teacher. Hmm. I was like, yeah, mom, I, wanted, I think I want to just teach history. I like teaching. She was like, no, you don't. You, you can't be a teacher. No. I was like, well, why not? She's like, don't make enough money. I was like, okay, mama. All right. <laughs> yeah, All yeah. Right. She, she knew exactly what to say, right? You're yeah, like, I was like, well, this mom's telling me. I was like, okay. She's like, you think you want it, but you don't. What Was that based on 
what she saw of your personality and aspirations, or was that just her commentary from her experience to not make it enough part of it? Because there's, there's something to it teaching 40 years. She didn't find out at year 38 that it doesn't make a lot of money. So there's. That's, I, I think so too. I, I, I think a mixture of both. Okay. Definitely from her experience. And she wanted me to, again, I had a lemonade stand. She, I, you could already see the art, you know, the entrepreneurship that was uh, in me, be able to create relationships with friends, um, teammates. And, you know, we're in elementary, just school and, um, you know, youth league and stuff or whatnot. So she was kind of like, nah, I want to see you try something else first. I'll tell you not to, but nah, not right now. And, and, and I roll in there too. So, uh, cause I know a little bit of your backstory. So you were, like you mentioned, entrepreneurial, you, you at a, uh, earlier age than most started, you know, <laughs> with some entrepreneurial talents, which, yes. um, which I look at as, it's all the same. You know, like the reason why Jay-Z is killing the game in business is like selling drugs is no, like, like selling tickets, selling drugs, selling, co you know, concerts, promotions. Like yeah. a lot of my business comes from like uh, college, you know, doing step shows and parties. You know what I'm saying? It's the same yeah. mechanism. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to yeah. create yeah. a product, market and distribute it. Correct. You know? And so, and so you Correct. had, you were early on in high school doing that. So, so give a little bit of background about about that and and what you learned from that and how you apply it to business today if if at all um i did learn about an idea that you you know kind of do your research and development of something see where the opportunity is and then kind of just think about okay how can i all the way execute it you know get all the way from a to z you know like score the touchdown don't get in field goal range not the red zone, score, get in the end zone. And all that is a lot of is just execution. Um, and yeah, <laughs> going back to college days, yeah, we um, we had a group called the Stallions and we would throw uh, let's parties. Call. Oh, 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 let's make sure we get that clear. Call the what? Call the Stallions. The Stallions. So y'all were, y'all were before, are y'all familiar with the two young brothers, the Stallionaires? Uh-uh. Yes. Okay. I, you're talking about the reality, <laughs> yeah, reality show. show. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, exactly no, what you're talking no about. Connection? Yeah. No, but we That's were, not from your tree? No, nah, we, we, <laughs> we were there before. Okay. We were there before. Uh, but yeah, man, we essentially, it was, it was one of, it was my idea. Um, just looking at it, you know, there was Columbus Day at the time. You know, I just graduated. And matter of fact, I threw a birthday party at my partner's house that I was like, yeah, I'll, you it's know. Legendary. It was it. I saw, you, I saw you reaching for the words. Bro, oh man. I had no idea. Again, um, my partner lived um, with his older sister and his sister and they had their house. So they were kind of, you know, young adult, young adult like household led. And they were like, yeah, you want to do a party? I was like, cool, no problem. I was like, man, for real? Awesome, let's get it. So then I was like, yeah, I'll put out a little little bit of a flyer. Man, in high school, man, that thing, I'll put it like this. My birthday is in November. It was cold and the windows were fogged. Like, like it was <laughs> like the condensate. Like, it was that many people up in there. It was a problem. It was legendary. I was like, oh, man, I wasn't even really. I mean, I was trying, but I was like, we... I threw that on the wall and it stuck. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, we got to explore this. So that's what it, that's what kind of prompted the idea. I was like, we'd probably do that again and still kind of chase that, <laughs> that cloud of still being in high school, just graduating mm-hmm. um, and do, do a, get a club that's closed on Sunday, rent it out to youth for them to enjoy the time. They closed at like noon and man, it was, it was successful. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of, it, it kind of took off from there. Yeah. I, quick, quick aside. I had a similar experience with uh, the party life, but it was in college. So I wanted to delineate. He was talking about high school. I'm talking about college with adults, young adults, but adults. And um, our most legendary party was a uh, thong Thursday. Thong Thursday. Thong Thursday. <laughs> you can avoid the entry fee. <laughs> you can avoid the entry fee if, if, uh, if you could prove a different life. That was before. That was BK before Kisha. Before, before you learned to channel the creative energy. Yeah, man. It was appropriate. It was appropriate at the time, but just. It, somewhat of a joke, but being able to see the business and opportunity, I learned very quickly for me, I didn't really care for the club. So if I was going, it was either research or I was throwing a party. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't going to get a hundred dollars out of me in a night, two nights out of the weekend, just to say that I was at the club. We'd be in a parking lot mm-hmm. waiting, uh-huh. <laughs> waiting for the let yeah, out. You smart. Yeah. But it's, it's something, it was, that. that's probably my first lesson that stuck in terms of consumer provider mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. which side i wanted to play on you, you know what i want to ask and both of y'all could chime in on it but how much so i look at business two ways and i feel like we all have it you have the the nerd side of business right i call it the mind and then you have the heart which is like the heart is the attractor and i find the best business people have a similar because you can do both right like if i put you in a room with engineers and architects like you're one of the smartest ones in the room but you also can like talk to people. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And that that balance, I mean, how yes. how like how important is that to you in business and it's crucial, especially in a technical field. Uh I'll put it like this, man. Um the the architects, engineers and construction people with the personality, they rise to the top. Because everybody's technical. Everybody can do the work. But who can actually go out there and create the relationships needed to bring in the business? And matter of fact, at the um, you know company I'm at, I I didn't I didn't realize how important that was. It kind of my boss saw it in me, and kind of was like, hey, because if it was up to me, I was still going to be out there out there on the projects, out there working it learning Spanish with Chilo. <laughs> say, hey man, how you say that, man? Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, and I had a blast. I, Cause I, that was the technical mindset of it. The reality of it is if you're gifted like that, because it's a gift, cause not everybody has that. You need to be placed at where your gift can shine. And that's essentially what has happened. I mean, spe- again, especially in the technical industry, you got a little bit of personality, be personal, create relationships, you'll rise to the top. Yeah, I was an um, AutoCAD drafter and designer for oh, about man. five years through college. Kind of nice. I chose the <laughs> the more difficult path in college. Nice. I ended up having to work full time, go to school full time. And I was good at it, but I wasn't necessarily passionate at it. But the cool thing was that the principles resonated throughout my career. Like each thing led to another thing that led to another thing that made yes. sense of my entire career. 
what do you love most about your industry? Like what keeps you in that industry? What keeps me in the industry? Job security. Mm. <laughs> you look all over Dallas, Fort Worth area, Metro. Mm. Construction everywhere. It ain't stopping. People keep moving and coming in to the industry. I mean, it in the line of work that I'm in, I mean, Dallas, Fort Worth, this whole Metro is, has to be probably not top five, definitely top three areas to be in our industry mm. um, with it. So there's that aspect of it. Um, I'll go back to what you were talking about with the CAD. I was doing design engineering. Okay. I did that for the first five years of my career. And I had to look myself in the mirror and say, could I do 35 bowls? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Can I? Right. And I could not say yes. <laughs> I couldn't say yes. And I was like, man, you know what? I think I want to just, just go out in the field work as like be a go work with a contractor out there in the field. That actually took the mindset of the sports, um, you know, played basketball, football, ran track, and did the relays within track, that teamwork together. Cause you're out there on the job site and you know, you're having to work with the owner, the designer, the builder, maybe even the owner's rep, there's all these different people. You got to pull everybody together to make a successful project. And guess what? Everybody has different interests. This is true. The designer, he designed it as most efficiently as possible to make it adequately constructible. Because you know what? If he gave you perfect plans, he would have ran over budget and be going out of business. He can't give you perfect Typical plans. designer, right? <laughs> Contractor, he's older. He's just licking his chops. Scope <laughs> creep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's over there like, oh, they missed that. They missed this. Oh, we we gonna hold that till we get in construction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, correct the own poor owners. Just like, man, I just want a successful project, man. Come on, guys, and. And for me, my industry kind of been gravitating more in the owner's rep spot. We got to take all of those different interests and align them with the owner for a successful project. Yeah. So when I hear the contractor talking about, oh, well, they ain't going to work. We can't do that. You can't or you don't want right. to. <laughs> let's think, okay, if we can get it, how would it work? How would it work? Like, let's work as this as a team and... I, I enjoyed that. Like, it's the problem solving. It's working the team. I got to build that relationship with you. You know, mm. let's go to lunch. Let's have a beer afterwards. We got we to gotta have this project because, you know, if bad one, we all go down with the ship. Everybody. Mm -hmm. We all go down with the ship. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things. Yeah, you, 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 you sound like you're, you're like the, 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 the nucleus that, you know, you're like the sun that holds everything in orbit so that there can be life <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> what is what is the uh what is the wealth play in your industry? I think I think I have an idea. Most people will suggest that millionaires, billionaires either started their wealth building through property ownership, wealth, or um whether it's residential or commercial, through your lens, what what wealth opportunities do you see in your industry? Within the industry, 
Wealth opportunity, there's a lot. And a lot of that kind of deals with um, essentially the game of my industry is a certain percentage of tax dollars have to go to women-owned, minority-owned, um, you know, disenfranchised businesses. So that opportunity there is there for someone to start their own business, create it, and learn a skill and trade before you start your own and in building, go after some of those contracts. So the opportunity is tremendous. Mm. And matter of fact, um, I have spoke with the uh, Regional Black Contractors Association, RBCA, about talking to, uh, you know, second chance uh, mm -hmm. people coming back. Yeah. And so just talking to them, because they're, they're first there to try and learn about OSHA. Yeah. To get that, because that's one of the things you need in construction. Because, again, once you get that mark on mm -hmm. your back, it, it's it's a it's an endless cycle. Mm. Oh, you got that felony. Now nah, we can't hire you. There's only certain industries you can go into. And right now, what is severely underutilized that we should definitely maximize, especially with the amount of us in jails, is the construction route. Wow. To learn that skill mm. and or trade to get out there. Granted, depending on the type of fence, you might not be working in a school, but you could be working out there on a highway. Um, learning form work, craft work, even electrical work, the lighting's for it. You know, there's electrical work in there. People making, you know, $50 an hour. I mean, again, when you're starting to now work for yourself as an electrician and or plumber, I call you because I got that need. I need the need. And you can solve the problem for me, whether it takes you 30 minutes or hour and a half. Yeah. The price is the price. Yeah. Right? And you charged me 250. You was here for only project, yeah. 30, 30 minutes. I mean, again, there's so many avenues you can first get, get on with the company to learn it, grow it, nurture, get the certifications you need, branch off, start doing the work for yourself mm -hmm. and work how you want to work. But again, when you break it down in terms like that, I mean, shoot. 250, 30 minutes worth of work, that's yeah. $500 an hour. Yeah, yeah. And you got, and those are back to back to back lined up. So there's such a huge play that uh, we, I say we, because I'm in the industry, architectural engineering, but it's more so in construction. There's such a huge play of construction. A lot of it needs rebranding. It's just not sexy. Hmm. You know, hmm. you talk to, Kids, what, what do your kids want to do when they grow up? What do your kids want to do? It ain't construction. Mm -hmm. It's kind of frowned upon. It's, it's, it's looked down upon. Meanwhile, cost of construction keeps going up. The salaries keep going up. Wages keep going up because nobody wants to do it. Everybody wants to go into IT. Blind demand, yeah. Work from home, all types of, you know, it's, it, it, it's there. And especially with opportunity for an untapped market, there's a shortage of hmm. architecture, engineering, people in construction. There's a shortage. Wow. I mean, the way this is being done and developed in DFW area, it's like the 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 supply, the labor supply is what it is. You're like literally stealing from the next man that just finished their project. You might have something lined up, but yours is ready. So you, I got to offer you more because I need you. Wow. I got to get this off the hmm. ground. Hmm. I, I, I assumed it would be different. 
No, there's and again with second chance offenders like coming back Return to get to weak, society. man, yeah. that is such an untapped market that can help close that gap. Mm. So you, you, do you know the connection I'm making in my mind? So Sean Surface, second chance mentor, second chance is his brand, mm. right? And he's a local person that you know paid his debts to society and is focused on preventing young boys from going down that path. We just had another uh, conversation with a brother uh, on another podcast, and it, I think it's going to be the start of a series uh, called nice. More Than a Felon, right? And it was about returning and to society, what yes. that's like, building a name, getting that getting the stench off of you from other people's Correct. perspective, man. So I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. Last point I make, I'm not trying to hold. No, no, go ahead, <laughs> was go ahead. When I asked you about wealth, I'm glad you gave a very practical response. Now, oh man, go get you a credit card and ball against that, go buy a building, flip the building. <laughs> yeah, no, right? really. I think there's a time and place and that wasn't advice, God. My, my humor is super. social media, yeah. all your feed, like, yo. Yes. My, my, my humor is super dry, so however you clip that up, that was not advice. I was giving my ass off. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But um, I think it's very important that we not miss the opportunity. Like, I wasn't even aware, and I think I'm, I thought I was pretty aware of what was going on, but there, how to get, how to position yourself, mm -hmm. right? And even, not even, specifically for those that are returning to society, that have, um, I guess, done the work on themselves to be, uh, what do they call it, um, positive contributors, meaningful contributors to society. I, I, you are a resource in my mind right now for that. That absolutely, you know, I would be tap into that. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm passionate about it. Dope, I, would, I would definitely love to be a resource on that because it is, it's just not known, and actually, it's going to take us. To mm -hmm. save us, yeah. So <laughs> that's an episode. I am, um, and 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 that, and that, and that's like life changing money because when you're talking about correct. the amount of money they can, you know, I think everybody thinks about uh, making a million dollars a year, and and you can make a million dollars a year, but before you make a million, you can make two fifty. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. <laughs> you can make fifty. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can make a hundred and fifty. Then you can absolutely. And I think it just needs more awareness. Those the, the second chance people trying to get acclimated. I think if there was just more and awareness of it, and actually like a media, uh, a, a series like you're talking about it, to hear other successful second chance people people with felonies and look at their businesses that they've created. Part of that too is, yeah, you might have the felony, but it doesn't say that you can't be part of the business. Yeah, you might not be, be able to go in there, but you know it, you understand it, so you can hire the people that can instead of just thinking, oh, that's, oh, that's it. Oh, man, I, I guess I'll go back to the streets. And, and a lot of it is just exposure. Yeah, it's awareness. You, you know what you know and don't know what you don't know. And we need to do a better job as a community of getting that message out. And, and, and I want to I want to roll into because this is rolls into that because I think it would be a natural. Uh, is is it's I know you the audience doesn't, but you also invest in real estate, which is natural given like mm -hmm. what you do, right? I mean, your level of understanding of like what's coming, what's happening. Right. right. If, if you don't mind, speak more on like real estate as a wealth building tool and like your thoughts on real estate for building wealth 
you know, for our community and then what you see specifically in DFW over the next decade or so. All right. And that's a lot. That is a lot. You know, I'm trying to make sure I capture all the pieces, but absolutely real estate is um, a huge piece of my, you know, wealth generation and building. Um, I do have five properties, seven doors um, with it. I would love to do more, but I'm still trying to pay <laughs> I only got so much liquid <laughs> and trying to trying to trying to grow it and expand it but um it's it definitely needs to be a piece that I recommend in everybody's portfolio and especially um now you also mentioned locally here prices are just going up and insane so the work around that is you now need to start looking at areas that still provide a substantial like workforce or still a need. People aren't just moving out, but it's going to be your small, smaller towns. I'm not going to say too rural. I mean, but it, it, it all depends, you know, just do your due diligence on it. But those are the places where the real estate is actually affordable. Um, the rents will be accordingly, so you just got to make sure you buy it right. But those are now kind of the plays you have to make in real estate, especially if you're trying to come in. Because now, I mean, prices of real estate have just gone so up. I really, I'm kind of thinking about what is the starter home price range hmm. when my daughter gets of age right wow. that is probably going to be six seven hundred thousand right when she gets of age right you know because starter homes now i mean they, it used to be you know twos threes uh-uh fours fives i mean i might be even lowballing it it'll be priced in bitcoin by then it'll be a quarter of a bitcoin <laughs> there you go there you go there you go <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's going to be a luxury and a privilege to even own real estate. Because I think eventually the system wants it. You will own nothing. You'll rent everything and you'll be happy. Hmm. I think this is a, a good place to take a break here from our sponsors. Uh, we'll be right black. Why do Pokemon cards, why does the dollar have value? Why does a certain area of town have value? Right? It's, it's all beliefs. And as beliefs and preferences change... So does the values that back the things that we give that power to, right? I call faith power, right? Faith, power, wealth is all the same energy. As the preferences changes, so does where we place our value. This episode is sponsored by the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and every other major podcasting platform. All right, we're back with uh, the one Robbie Thompson. Uh, thank you for your, your contribution thus far. I know it's about to pick up in the second half of this uh, this conversation. I want to connect the dots between a couple of things you said. You mentioned that you were an athlete, basketball, football, track, and you were talking about being aware of what things, how the world will be when your daughter is of an age where she's looking to be make moves in the world. So in terms of passing the baton. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> passing the baton to, 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 to your daughter. Like what, what kind of things, what kind of conversations are important to you in terms of ensuring that she has a grasp on wealth, wealth development, wealth management? Um, my daughter, she's six. Um, she's seen 
the properties because she's been because she's had a go with me um she, she probably is there so i can start pushing that envelope a little bit more but um that's something i do need to work on but i would say from a standpoint of just passing it passing it the baton down is with again the properties that i do have i'm going to try to encourage her not to sell i mean granted it's going to be worth a lot but that's something that could get passed down because the costs are only going to go up <laughs> it keeps going up i'm telling you there's a shortage shortage of labor shortage of everything would come to construction nobody wanted to do construction so that's going to be one aspect of it but right now my main focus for that wealth building is her problem solving and leadership skills mm. right now my daughter is an angel and she's excellent at both of those um she will once i kind of show her and she grasps the concept she'll start to do it without me even asking mm. my daughter makes her lunch in the mornings as she gets up brushes her teeth puts on deodorant sometimes i go yo you put on deodorant right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> like, man how are you supposed to pull somebody like that you, man you, all the boys you don't want to be that girl to be like, <laughs> like no stinky girl yeah <laughs> i'm looking out for you girl. like put on that deodorant but um you know she'll do all that get her snack fill up her water she is a little and that's that discipline that that regimen and i don't i try to give it's 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 coming right now we're just building the foundation to be able to grasp those concepts and sometimes i kind of tell you know or other parents with similar age you know daughters they'll see mine they're just totally impressed like man what am i doing different i'm like well i'm dead i'm I'm parenting like she a nigga. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, yo, man, you left your snack? All right, let me laugh first and last time you need your snack now. <laughs> Don't yep, call me. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. She she gets it. She understands. She yeah, so she and yes. So we we're going about it that way. Yeah. I think I think that balance is super important for like our generation where we we get to grow up in the privilege of what our parents taught us, which allows us to have a different level of privilege that we raise our kids up in but maintaining the i don't like the word hard lessons but you know what i'm saying like the, the accountability might be a better yes way to say it you gotta allow sometimes there's a healthy balance you gotta find a balance but you gotta allow sometimes failure if i'm always there to save you how are you going to grow and get it on your own? I got, I got 18 summers mm -hmm. with you that I got to get that through where I develop you to be a successful leader, be able to get out there on the, on your own and be a productive member in society. But beyond that, um, a wonderful wife to somebody and excellent mother to somebody that I got 18 years to try and do that. It's not going to happen all in 18, mm -hmm. but that is my time. That's it. After that, it, it's extra work. Cause after that, she kind of somewhat, 
I'm your advisor at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not through college she's going there, but you know, it, the relationship changes. And I do not want to be that that parent that is still like all the way parenting and mm -hmm. like, oh, you can't like, why are you doing it like that? Like, no, yeah. like, you know, I, I those years are 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 now in eighteen, and um, so just trying to get those lessons learned so she can go out there and and be hmm. kick ass. Mm -hmm. So the the one interesting aspect of that is like the same 18 years we have our parents had but the competition for our children's attention is much greater than it was with us right and it's having a conversation with somebody and it hit me like if my parents said i can't leave the house i am limited to the information that's in the house that's true i wasn't pulling out anything and going anywhere virtually or figuring out what somebody else thinks and that was that was a real limitation now our children can be anywhere in the world in terms of access. Yes. Right. And we're out here building, trying to create wealth and trying to secure their future all the while there are spaces of time where we can't oversee them. Like what, what concerns or challenges do you have as a parent navigating these next 12 summers? Um, 12 summers. Yeah. It's right. When That's you crazy. Should, I mean, it's the third Gone. And it goes <laughs> blink twice. I, I, exactly. <laughs> a third is already out yeah. the way. Blink is we have. Yeah. Um, man, just my relationship with my daughter. To be able to be there, not be too overbearing. Um, explain this is the reason why. Why I'm thinking. Um, because there's there's access to information even even when we're it's Friday night long long work week um, finished picked her up from school ordered pizza and you know I fall asleep on a movie that we're watching and it's rated you know it's G it's the family on Netflix yeah. right. and then you know I'll wake up she'll she'll be up. And then we'll both go to bed. But then the next day she'll tell me like, yeah, the next movie that came out, I don't know if that was so appropriate for me to watch it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, well, why'd you watch it then? <laughs> but, but, but no, but that is, that goes to the point. It, it's there, but that's also my relationship with, I'm not going to, it's like, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you saw that. And you know you. what, now we don't need to watch it. Matter of fact, yeah, I found that on when we did watch. I was like, man, what? I was like, oh, nah, nah, not, not this, but she'd already seen it. And I was like, great job, dad. Yeah. Well, but it's a testament to your, 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 the relationship and your parenting that she told you. Correct. You know? I'm not going to be like, oh, you get just like, yeah. Thank you for telling me. That's, you know, I mean, again, I guess I got to go through all the Netflix movies and watch them before she watched them. That, that ain't, but that ain't life. That's not even reason. That's not life. But I'm just yeah. happy of her moral compass. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the principles that uh, me and my co-parent are instilling uh, with, with her, you know, mom. Yeah. What, what, what do you think is the mechanism that allows her to you know, like express life in a responsible way when you're not around. 
I do think part of that is the child. I, I think part of that is her. I do think I have some influence. Me and her mom do have influence on that, but I think a lot of it is the child because I've just, every child's different. <laughs> I only have one and you don't know, you don't get the opportunity. What you get is what you got. And part of that is kind of like, man, I'm, I, she is blessed. She is an angel. I'm blessed. Anything else, another child less than her, it, I mean, it's going to be, I'm, it's a downgrade. Cause she's so, <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't even know if I want that pressure on the second one, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. On top. Yeah. Like, like, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Especially the horror stories of that middle child, that second child. He'd be like, man, who are you? What is this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when when you have five and you start saying things like forty percent of my children, sixty percent of my children, <laughs> and it's mathematically it actually makes sense. Like number one and number two weren't similar. Number one and three weren't, but like one and four are. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like this blueprint was ah, we got it. We'll just tweak these. It's like no, it's they're algorithms and they change mm -hmm. daily. And I'm. Yeah, I'm part of it scared because that would challenge me and my parenting. I've been blessed. Like, my parenting has been with a great child. Yeah. Blessed. Yeah. Like, um, so something else different, I'm like, okay, that would require me to grow. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's a blessing too. I know my second child has grown me. Uh, like, I'm, I'm talking in a good way because I've both of mine are angels, but like what you said, like, he, he, he forces me to bring something out of myself Correct. that I wouldn't have done yeah. without him. Yep. Correct. hundred <laughs> percent. So we, we, yeah. we talked about um, what your intentions are, what your concerns are in passing that baton. What was passed to you um, in terms of wealth principles, what money means, what wealth means? Um, passed down... I would say in the terms of wealth. Yeah. Like even just your understanding, not necessarily trust not, fund baby. Yeah, but, yeah. Not not necessarily yeah. monetarily. I think we're just told the wealth of hard work and leadership. That was the the wealth that was that was passed down. The discipline. Again, that again, we can work our nine to five, but after that, after we clock out, fight through traffic, get home, you can turn it off. But I had to go there, see my mom, turn it right back on mm -hmm. for a few hours afterwards and cook hmm. and clean, do the dishes. So just seeing that every day, that's that's all I know. So Sienna, she's my daughter, she's seeing that of me, you know, just she's like, man, you're always working. It's like, yes. Uh, we do find good balance on the weekends. That's what they're for. Mm -hmm. And we do hang out, have a blast. Um, but she sees me working. And I think that is something that got passed down to me that she will receive as well to get passed down to her. And it's, yeah, especially with them with sports and everything else that she is in combined with that, the competition, the discipline, the hard work, it it starts to gel and it starts to click and you can apply that towards business and wealth generation. It's a problem. This is, this is a hot topic 
and and so I'm trying. I've been trying to think of a way to ask it um, in a way that is not going to be offensive, but I think people who have consumed me on media understand my heart is pure, <laughs> right? And I don't care about people's opinions because people are going to take you based on like their emotional state. Correct. So it's That's a, true. Yeah. That's so, true. So my emotional state is pure in this question, but like we're living in a time where, um, you know, men, right, we have privilege, right? Because like the older we get to the world, especially if we're focused, the more opportunities we have for love or to attract. That's true. Multiple Our partners, value goes right? up. <laughs> yeah. But now you have women who are the more intelligent, natural species because they are, they they balance emotion and thought relatively well. We have to grow into uh, our emotions. Um, and, so, and, so, and so they're coming out like killing it, you know? And so, I, and so you're raising a, uh, uh, like I have no doubt Sienna's gonna like Sienna's gonna have tons of money like she's gonna be super successful she's not like the money that you leave her is gonna be gravy for the grandkids like she's gonna be good because like because she doesn't have a choice like she's your child yeah you know what I'm saying so that pre that that presents her being in a situation where now uh her partner choices in the traditional sense you know what I'm saying? Like, Beyonce can only marry Jay. Like, who else is Beyonce going to marry? <laughs> who well, else on the planet? Well, <laughs> you know ask, ask Tyler Perry. He had a, a different take on that. Well, no. No, and, and that's, that's that's the point I'm getting to. It's controversial because now you have, mm -hmm. you you have, and that's why I like the Forrest deal because I was like, you have, my wife talk, talk, talk about it. I say, listen, Kelly, as a man, we've had to appreciate women Um for their contribution to the family, whether it's financial or not, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, like, part of part of part of being a man is like like that. But then, other part about equality is, um, you know, how do we raise women who are going to be the breadwinner to like appreciate a man for what he brings if it's not equal to what she brings financially, right? I mean, have you have have you thought about that? Like, what do you That's think good, about that? That's a great question. Wow. Um, and I have three daughters. I, I really more so haven't. Um, She's six, so I, I wouldn't think you would. <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest concern is not necessarily her being able to um, have. I'm it, my my concern isn't her. My concern is of the partner that she would choose and and pick uh, because she is gonna have a high standard. Um, she is she, she is gonna be emotionally intelligent. She is gonna be watching your every move. She is gonna be critical. She is gonna call you out. It is more so, I guess, her navigating and picking the right partner male that can handle that mm -hmm. and can grow to that because in this day and age in this culture especially as black men it, it it's it's tough it's not it yeah the culture in the state is not for 
it's just our culture. It's not necessarily that, hey, I'm saying I'll, I had, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I'll yeah. put it like that. I'll just speak for yeah. myself. I've had to do a lot of learning. And that's even, even my, that's with my girlfriend. Stuff that me at 42, that she's like, man, bro, why am I having to teach you this? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying way. And it's like, are you serious? And I'm like, wait, what? It's just a totally different mindset and approach. And so it's really, it, it's, it, I, I see the more of the challenge on the man aligning because she's going to be in line. She's going to, she's going to have she's it. More balanced, and, yeah. and more so, if anything, she might just be like, well, it's just trash out here. <laughs> it's not necessarily trash. It's just a lot of bad habits yeah. in a culture that has grown you grown up this way that if you ain't have like your dad married to sit there, man, son, why are you, why are you doing that? You can't, why are you like that picture? You know, you know, just stuff to help you navigate mm -hmm. through that, like that OG. It, it's, it's. I, I think tough. you hit on the nail because that's that's because my counterbalance to to the the guys that have a problem with women that think that way, and this is just my experience, like yours, uh, is I'm like the standpoint is from my perspective, women who are like that are naturally more balanced, and and so and so men. We compart me. I compartmentalize my emotions for a long time, which means I'm less balanced, you know, than a than a than a woman that has equal willpower to me. Which means, you know, what I'm saying, which means like I gotta rebalance myself emotionally Correct. and learn how to process, like as a man, learn how to cover my woman even Correct. when she's emotionally attacking me from from just past trauma. Right? You know, it's called love. But, you know, I like the way it's you correct. answered it because, yeah. And a lot of that, too, is even perception. We kind of were talking about this earlier. Like, you, if the eyes of the beholder perceives it differently, and especially if you've given them the opportunity to perceive it the way they're perceiving it, <laughs> even though that's not your intent, that's shame on you. Yeah. And again, so... Yeah, I like God, that. God bless my girlfriend. She's Man. she's very patient. <laughs> so you 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 walk right through the door that I was trying to figure out how to open <laughs> as I was stumbling a few moments ago. What is that process like to have achieved some level of success? And I, I don't know that you've peaked or you or you anywhere near peaking, but to have some level of success, some level of wealth that. Um, you kind of want to protect. What is that process like opening up to someone in a relationship that may not think the same way where you got to have those meetings of the minds where this is my perspective, this is your perspective. How do we, and you got children That's true. intertwined and all yes. of that. Like so I, especially when it's 40 something years in the making. Yeah. Right? Mine was 23 years in the making. Yeah, so man, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm a piece of work. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess, what is some self? You you mentioned some uh, one thing about you needing to learn something at this stage that maybe she thought you should have learned. But like, what are some of those self aware things that have those aha moments that have 
Oh shit! Popped I, up since. I'm embarrassed to get y'all details. I, you, yeah, and you yeah, haven't heard. Yeah. You, haven't, <laughs> you, you surely haven't heard my podcast because <laughs> that's all I lie. <laughs> it's dear son. What I wish my father told me and the lessons that I've learned through experience versus conversation. Mm-hmm. And share what you won't get in trouble with. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, for sure. And yeah. I control the edit. Yeah. There's the final one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I've already gotten in all the damn trouble. So this shit is congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> nah, um, um a mindset of what's appropriate, what's not. Um, yeah, that sounds simple and easy enough, but again, 42 years like in the making of of you know majority single that even again the heart the desire can be there but again if um appropriate or not it's the perception that i need to i need to i need to walk through my other halves i need to walk through life with my other half's lens not mine mm. i'm an only child too Ooh. <laughs> Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Shout out Tamara. Oh my God. Bless you. I love you. Um, we'll zoom in on that one. <laughs> for real, there is just um there is a lot of again, and I find myself reactively learning, which is not good leadership. Completely get that. It is not good leadership. I'm sorry. I'm I got a pen in your point, so we won't lose it. No problem. Are you a good leader? at work is it easier for you to be like does it come more naturally seemingly for you to lead outside of your home for me yes and i'm not putting you on the spot no but yes um relationship wise i still am a great leader but it is just been i mean just interactions with the opposite sex while having a girlfriend you know, I need to make her feel warm and fuzzy and trust that I'm not going to make her look like a fool. And it's not good enough to, well, shit, babe, I wasn't, I wasn't cheating, man. I, shit, it's still in my pants. Right. That's <laughs> that, a very that, real that's, thing. That's not good enough. And that was the mindset that I had to, you know, grow out of. And she's been, you know, patient uh, with me on, um, you know, it, you know, I mean, you know, I looked at my IG when we first got together. I mean, that was my tool. Right. <laughs> right, right. This is resume. I mean, you know, just, you know, go to the restroom, number two. And, you know, it, it, again, just being single, like, oh, yeah, I, you should see the people I was following. I was like, oh, yeah. Double that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so how can I ask this woman to allow me to lead her and Look what's on my this that does not give yeah. any type of but I'm like what man it's just it's just Instagram no it's just this it's just that those are like it, I'll, they are excuses but you don't know it's excuse if that's your mindset yeah. it's not good <laughs> enough to just it's in my pants you're yeah. the only person I see I'm not talking to nobody I'm not texting nobody I'm not I don't have plans I don't have desire baby you're it. You're it for me, but it's it's not good enough. Yeah, and 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 that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. 
Man, but that goes to your partner. That goes also to what you were talking about with Sienna. Sienna's going to have it. My daughter, she's going to have it. I'm more so worried about, and I would love to be a resource to whatever partner she has to, I can help make her partner better for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I'm looking. I'm like, man, I got all the lessons. I mean, <laughs> all lessons learned, bro. I got it. That's, a, that's a, a really mature way to frame it because I know a lot of my energy is mentally preparing to go to battle for her if somebody does her wrong. Them. I have three daughters. But to put the energy and investment into it going right by investing in the person that she chooses even at the moment, I've never, I'm 44, I've never thought about it like that. Nah, this is... This is years in the making yeah. because um, I can speak on it. And this is kind of, I guess, my testimony. I mean, God gives you the same test over and over and over until you can freaking pass it. And based on that, I am so... I. I enjoy like groups of other like-minded men to be able to talk about struggles, you know, just Bible study where you just be authentic and real and grow and learn from each other. We don't really have that as men. Um, I go to one community church and I really got a lot out of that with the men's Bible study. Uh, It's called man church. Because that that's essentially yeah, yeah. what it is, where I could sit out there and be as canon open with y'all like this on stuff. Oh, I screwed the pooch. Then, you know, some of them be like, yeah, or, you know, and it just be like, like, yeah. man. And it's just where I'm in the realization where it's just like, you know, to grow to be the man that my girlfriend and future wife needs me to be. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's a major success principle. Yeah. Oh, I say it all the time. Growth. Show, show me a successful man with a with a broken family. I, I wait because I haven't seen one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't it, seen one. And and that's where it's kind of like, man, what I'm successful in all these other areas um of my life, but what's happening on with 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 this? And my point is it just opportunity for me to grow and be a student um, of it and just continue to grow, continue to grow, grow together. Yeah. That's, that's the point of this, of this, uh, of these conversations. Again, it's not the buy my course and you'll make a million. It's not that Mm -hmm. wealth principles, the intersection of finance and family. I strong, I firmly believe that you're not successful with a broken family. You've had successes. Mm -hmm. You've done some things. Well, maybe you've been promoted. You've made it. So you've amassed some money or amassed some, some finances, but when you look up, look to your left and you look to your right and you've lost your family along the way, to me, you haven't arrived at success. Mm-hmm. So um, my plight has been, I lost focus. So I love these conversations because I don't want people to feel sorry. It's not a woe is me Correct. conversation to show mm-hmm. it's, oh, I don't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> Because I missed a lot of conversations with my father who was very present, but I didn't want the information. 
So I chose mm. to go take the lesson. Life, you can learn lessons or you can take it. <laughs> Man. Life is going to deliver it to you. <laughs> and one is much more daunting than the other. Correct. So I'm, I'm glad that the conversation has taken this tone. And I, I, I hope the people get it, that the principles are holistic. Yes. Get your money, keep your family. I mean, and, and one of the things I always preach is everybody's wealthy because wealth is quality of life. So I don't, Correct. I don't see a distinction between inner harmony, you know what I'm saying? Which for those who value family means, you know, family. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's tough to have inner harmony if- That's true. You know, if your partner ain't- That's true. Yeah. And part of that too is picking the right partner. Big. Man, some of that stuff you were talking about earlier, I mean, that's, you got to figure that out during the dating process. You, you better. Cool. Cool. Well, I think this, this is appropriate place to, uh, to wrap this portion of the conversation because I have a feeling you'll be back in some some capacity. This is Um, good. This is therapeutic. This is awesome. That's the point. We're not therapists. (laughs) (laughs) Conversations are to be therapeutic. Um, how can people find you? I'm trying to tread lightly because we just had a social media conversation, but uh, people that want more information yeah, you on gonna, you, more of your story, uh, wait for part two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could be the yeah, answer. Yeah. Like, Don't find okay. me right now. Yeah. Wait for part two. <laughs> gotcha. 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 <laughs> yeah, because I'm not even out there like that. Then that's a lesson yeah, in I'm, itself. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not even. <laughs> nah, don't at me. Don't nothing. That's a lesson in itself. Explain when you see me. <laughs> the information will not be below. Nah. Will not be below. I, I definitely appreciate the conversation. This is our first time meeting. I feel like uh, yeah. we accomplished three or four years. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Of familiarity in this conversation. Um, again, this, this these conversations are intended to be from a perspective of the intersection of family and finance. Um, like I've said many times on other platforms, don't trade your family for money. It never works out. So that's that's all I got. What you got, my brother? I mean, I'm good, man. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Yes, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. This is a pleasure. And this is, this is fun. Glad. Glad. We have, we'll definitely do something, you know, together in the future, especially on and offline. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace.